Do Good Charlotte is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Find out more at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. There's good all around us. Let's hear about it. Welcome to Do Good Charlotte on the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. I'm Pamela Escobar. In each Do Good Charlotte podcast, you will find out who's helping, who could use a helping hand, and just how you can spread around your own good. In this episode of Do Good Charlotte, we're going to meet Molly Grantham, author, TV anchor, mom, and team leader of Molly's team for the Susan G. Komen Race for the Cure. Team Molly's mission, in her words, my dream, to honor my mom, grandmother, great-grandmother, all who battled by finding a cure in my daughter's lifetime. And we'll inspire you to do good, Charlotte, by the various ways you can get involved with Team Molly. Molly Grantham, welcome to Do Good Charlotte. Pam, I'm so glad you had me here. That was, a, that was a great introduction to hear you say all that. Yeah, well, I'm I'm excited because obviously you and I have known each other for six years, and I personally have been a part of Molly's team over um, many of those years, and I just thought it was so important. I know that you do so many things, and you're gearing up for October. It's October 5th. So let's talk about this. This is your 13th year doing this. Um and your involvement with Race for the Cure. So let's talk about how it's just changed over over time. Because I'm guessing when you started it, it was nowhere as big as it is now. It wasn't as big. I mean, Komen Charlotte does Race for the Cure. It's Komen Charlotte Race for the Cure. And Susan G. Komen nationally is across the country with affiliates everywhere. And Charlotte's affiliate is a big affiliate. And we have one of the biggest races. 20,000-ish people in Uptown Charlotte. It is the biggest 5K in Charlotte every year. There is no... No one's forcing you to run. So if you're listening and you're like, oh, I don't work out because guess what? I don't run. (laughs) I'm raising my hand. I've walked every time. (laughs) Yes. You can walk. You can cheer. You can wear a tutu. You can push strollers. Some people bring their dogs. I don't know if that's technically allowed, but whatever. We're not citing you that day. Um, I think my daughter this year is going to roller skate in her pink skates since she's eight. So, I mean, it's just a fun morning to celebrate survivors and really, truly be out there because breast cancer impacts so many people. One in eight women, one in 1,000 men. So you think about that, one in eight women. That's a lot. That's a lot of women. I mean, you go to your own office and you could start saying, well, you know, yeah, here's 32 of us, so four of us are going to be diagnosed. You know, it's just very all-consuming. And it's not just the person who's diagnosed. It's the family. It's the coworker. It's the friend. It's the kids. And so when you think about that in that way, and I've certainly experienced it in, in personal ways in my family, you just want to do something. And Charlotte, it's not just come in Charlotte, it's Charlotte, the city does it in a big way. And it's awesome to be a part of that morning. It is a beautiful um, time, like just being part of the community and feeling all that love. Um, I've experienced it, but I can't even imagine what it's like for you because you've obviously been touched by this personally. Mm-hmm. And back in the day, your mom was there, right? I mean, she yes. was walking it with you doing this whole thing. So it's transformed, not just because of her own personal battle, but for you too, like the year after she passed, I know your whole family came in, all your friends, people just really want to be there to support you too. Oh, Pam, you're really great to bring that up. And it is a different, I mean, I have a lot of memories and a lot of pictures and a lot of videos of her so excited to be a survivor carrying at the time our 25 year survivor flag and then she was diagnosed a second time so then she would be like in the front of the line of the survivors because if you've never been there there's a thousand survivors in uptown charlotte so there's you know 15 to twenty thousand of us a thousand people at least are survivors and they're all in their pink shirts 
We used to carry balloons. Now we carry flags, we meaning the survivors. And the feeling and the vibe and the love and the celebration of those mostly women, although there are some men in that group, is indescribable. And if you are one of those survivors, like my mom was, and you hear her talk about it leading up to, and you hear her talking about it that night and the weeks after, it's something that she could not wait to be a part of because she was with her people. And so some are bald, some are pushed in chariots because they literally just got out of surgery the week before. Some are carrying a flag that's 25 years or 30 years or 35 years. And then you just have everybody together. And it was always something we looked forward to doing together. And then when my daughter was born, she was pushed in the stroller and all that good stuff. Um, it was really weird. My mom died two years ago. So it was really weird that first yeah. race for the cure without her. But it wasn't um, sad as much as it was like, oh, yeah, she loved this. She is here in spirit just like so many other people who are out there know that they have their people there with them in spirit. Because it's a great morning. I mean, it's a great, really, truly remarkable morning that's that's hard to uh, replicate. It is. And I'm getting chills as you're describing it because um, I can feel it. And, I, and I'm not necessarily running because of my mom or anything like that. But it is seeing these women who... Um, are just, yeah, fighting. You can see them and everyone's celebrating. And it is very much a party. Like it definitely yes. feels like a party. But then after, well, let's describe that too. So at the beginning, um, your team all lines up. We take a big picture. And then, and it's a big picture. There's a lot of people. <laughs> um, and then um, then you go, get up, you get on your, I guess you're on like a ladder or something. And then you're cheering for everybody as they go through at the beginning of the race. And at the end of the race, there, that's when you do the ceremony. We do do the ceremony. So if you wanted to come out, you would get there early. It's an early morning because they shut Charlotte streets down. This year it is where it was last year, which is right near B of A Stadium. And it's a cool venue. The, the pictures are awesome because we're winding through the streets of Charlotte with you know Bank of America Stadium with some of the big tall skyscrapers. So that's all great. It kicks off about 7.45. We broadcast it live on WBTV Saturday morning show, so you could watch from home if you wanted to to see it. But if you're out there, it's like, okay, here's the fun, here's the party, here's the walk. Here's the cheering, here's the thing, go. 7.45. And then it's usually 9 or 9.30 afterwards. I think 9.30, but we have the survivor ceremony. And that's where it's just a parade of the survivors down that same street where the 20,000 of us were just walking or running. And now they're carrying their flags and their arms around each other. And I always say, because I mean it, and it's the, the one thought I'm struck with first every year, is that it's not black, it's not white, it's not one specific area of town. It's all of Charlotte. And the only color that matters is pink. So you have people who are complete strangers who look complete opposite with their arms around each other and fist pumping together and women, you know, with hair, women without hair, men who are crying because they've been co-survivors helping their yeah. moms or their daughters or their sisters or their wives get through it. And it's just been, I love that the most, I think. I love that there are no divisions and the only color that matters at all that morning really is pink. Yeah. And sometimes Charlotte can get very divided. And this is not one of those mornings. This is like the example of what we could be the rest of the year when you look out and see it. So talk about the beginning, because I don't know. I wasn't here 13 years ago. 
13 years ago, was it just like you and your mom walking and then, then you had a microphone and was like, hey, and then, then it turned into, then it turned into this. Honestly, like your team is awesome. It's Isn't so much cool? fun. It I'm is so much fun, so but it is ginormous. Like you definitely feel like a part of this huge community. Oh, good um, for saying that. And I write those emails to the team like a, like you're all yes, my best friend because I get yes. like science so into it. Um, well, it started, I think this is the 22nd year for Komen Charlotte. It may be 23rd, so don't hold me to that. But it's it's been around over 20 years for sure for Komen Charlotte Race for the Cure. WBTV got involved 13 years ago and I became the spokesperson for BTV and then it's just kept, kept growing and growing. And a couple years after that, I was like, we're doing so much. And I always have people say, I'd love to get involved, but I don't know anyone. Like, how do I join a team? I don't want to sign up as an individual and then go out there alone. And so we came up with this plan originally to have three BTV teams. And there was WBTV. um, John Carter had a team and Trent Ferris at the time was working at BTV. He's no longer there. He's a reporter. And myself. So we had Team John, Team Trent, Team Molly. And then the next year, Trent wasn't working there, and John was like, this is a lot of work. (laughs) And I've got a lot of other things on my plate. So he's like, I still want to get out there, but being a team captain is hard. So it just sort of melded into one team. And it's been a great gift because people from all over can come in and say, I don't need to have like a coworker where it's my working team or my family team or my neighborhood team. I can be on a team of strangers. And by the end of the morning, we all know each other and feel like we're part of the same club. Yeah. And so that's really how it evolved, just to get more people involved in it. And I was happy, happy, happy to take on that, you know, role to be captain because of my mom. She was super pumped about it. Yeah. She, yeah, she loved it. And, um, yeah. And John, and let's be fair, John does walk on Team Molly. One year, I think my first year, I walked next to him the whole time. He runs it. He takes out GoPros. He has cameras and videos. I mean, so many people at BTV get involved. And Pam, you're awesome because you've been out there. Like, it's a big, it's it's a WBTV news team. I just happen to be doing the emails and the work and, and some of the stuff in the front. No, you definitely, I mean, you're definitely the, the main cheerleader of the whole thing. And yes, people do things because they just love to help you. Um, and I think it's fun that this year too, seeing the how people are prepping and getting ready. Did There's you see the little promos that you did with everybody, which is fun. Talk about that work too behind the scenes because you have relationships with all these people on your team. Yes, you're saying they're strangers, but like you're saying, like people will text you, yes. people email you. Um, you become um, very close to a lot of these pe- team members. And so some of those people who've been on the team before, um, you were just working on a promo this summer to get ready for now. And just talk a little bit about yes, those I mean, relationships. Because I want to be really clear, this is about the people who are out there fighting. I mean, that whole race, it's fun to have a WBTV News team, Molly. And it's fun that Coman Charlotte, obviously, this is what they work for all year. But it is about the women and men, but, you know, significantly more women who are fighting and the warriors out there. And so once they get out there and they feel it, whether, again, you've been a survivor 20 years or two months, yeah, no one, like, doesn't come back, right? And so you start to know the same people and the same women. And I'm so sincerely honored that a lot of these women who are diagnosed reach out. You know, sometimes I, I mean, I get emails a lot especially this time of year, but a lot like, hey, I just got diagnosed with breast cancer and I don't know what to do. I just see that you're somehow attached to some breast cancer cause and I think maybe someone you knew had it. Like, what do I do? Because you hear about things, but until it impacts you, you don't really know. And you don't really think about what do you do when someone says, we're sorry to tell you, you have cancer. And so it's been a beautiful thing. It's like a true responsibility and honor to feel like I'm 
following the journeys of some of these women. And we did this promo that you just mentioned, Pam, like we shot it in August to air on TV to, you know, promote the race. And so it's, it's like, it has, it's in my head and it just bubbles up so clearly because I remember that day. So we picked three women that we knew were there last year who were recently diagnosed and fighting hard. They were all bald at the time. Some of them, in fact, all three of them, I think, had to be pushed most of the race, and then they all got up out of their chariots to walk across the finish line. One was a Gaston County lieutenant who had recently retired in January and, like, weeks later was diagnosed. So you fast forward to October, and the whole Gaston County Police Department was, like, holding her arms, locked arm in arm, to help her cross the finish line after she got up out of the chariot. So that's one woman. Her name's Tracy. You had Cindy Atkins, who'd been at it, second diagnosis, really sick at the time, biggest smile, got through it, walked across the finish line with help. And then Kathy, whose niece was there helping her walk across the finish line, same thing. She didn't think she'd even be able to get out of the chariot. And with the help of some of the men pushing the chariot and her niece, they got up and, and walked her across. And we had video of those three women. So we invited them back a year later to shoot a 30-second spot mm. that'll promote the race, which you'll never get the meaning in 30 seconds, but the hopeful image of them last year to this year you'll see. And they're all celebratory now. They're all fighting. A lot of them have short hair growing back. Cindy's excited because hers was now curly and it was never curly before. So we shoot this wonderful promo. Eric is our marketing guy and he was so awesome and he was so touched by all these ladies. He was just fantastic. So we shot all this stuff. He made them feel comfortable. We were at the route near B of A Stadium. We're walking, we're walking and everyone's just smiling and happy. And the three women got to know each other because they were our featured survivors. They didn't know each other before. They're all congratulating each other. They all go back to their respective cities and towns and a week later, the spot's not on air yet, but Cindy writes me and says, well, I'm back for my check, and it's back. So I'm going to lose my curls by October 5th, and I'll be back in chemo, but I'll be there. And I'll be there with an even bigger reason to fight. And it's the third time she's had it. So you hear those stories, and you're just, there's... <laughs> You don't need any other reason to get out there, yeah. right? It doesn't have to impact your family or you because it's impacting our neighbors and people in those ways. So now we have this video out there of her celebrating, and she's the best positive attitude you'll ever find. And she's like, no, 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 you should still run that because that's real life. Like, that was how happy I was last week, and now I'm starting again this week. So it just is a roller coaster, and um, you should definitely show that out there. And we did. And... I, I just I hear that and and it just makes you want a cure so I know. bad. I know. You just want one. Combe and Charlotte had started two and a half years ago something they called the Big Bold Goal. It was actually the national Komen national, but it obviously bled down into the affiliates. And so we were talking a lot about this big bold goal, which is in ten years to reduce the number of breast cancer deaths by fifty percent. So we're at seven and a half years left, roughly, to do that. And with all the money that's being raised and the funding, um, there are a lot of on-the-cusp things to make that happen. The trick, as is with many, many cancers, it's not just one type of breast cancer. No, right. So my mom died, hers was metastatic, but it was in her lymph nodes. So when she died of metastatic breast cancer, and metastatic means Spreads. livable, right, livable but not curable. And so it wasn't curable, but she could live with it, we thought, because many can. But it was never in her breasts the second time. It was in her lymph nodes and then her spine. And so she died, for like the most basic way to say it, of breast cancer in her lymph nodes. It's just a crazy thought. So to cure that type is different than curing 
a typical breast cancer or a triple negative breast cancer that's a hormone-based. I mean, there's just all these different levels. So to reduce the number of deaths by 50% is a big, bold goal. And I think, and I have all faith that that is what is really being worked on. Yeah. Well, I'm Pamela Escobar. You're listening to Do Good Charlotte. After the break, you'll hear about how you can join Team Molly or donate to Team Molly. I'm sure after listening to all this, you're all very eager to get more information. So we'll be right back. Soreness and pain isn't always the result of activity. This is a 60-second wellness tip powered by Ortho Carolina. Prolonged sitting in a car or at your job aggravates muscles and joints and can cause pain. A standing desk can help. The key to alleviating the discomfort that sitting can cause is changing positions more frequently during the day. Alternating between sitting and standing at your desk, in addition to taking walk breaks and stretching, can work to loosen those tight muscles and joints. The perfect standing desk should be high enough so your computer keyboard is at elbow level and your monitor at face level to avoid neck strain. Before you start standing at your desk, take into consideration any knee or foot injuries and wear flat, comfortable shoes. This has been your 60-second wellness tip, powered by Ortho Carolina, official team physicians of the Carolina Panthers and proud sponsor of the Queen City Podcast Network. For more tips or to make an appointment, visit orthocarolina.com. International Podcast Day is September 30th, and you can help spread the word. You may be asking, what can I do to get involved? It's pretty simple. Head over to internationalpodcastday.com and check the suggestions. Then use hashtag International Podcast Day to join the conversation. You can reach out and connect with other podcasters, listeners, and your favorite podcast hosts. Remember September 30th, International Podcast Day, a day-long celebration of the power of podcasts. How can people find out about Team Molly? Where can they go? So first of all, I always want to say this, and I mean it. Sign up for any team. Just get out there. Like, if there's there's hundreds of teams, right? And some teams have three people. Some have 400 plus, like ours. It doesn't matter. Get out there. So it's not like, oh, just join my team. I don't want anybody to misconstrue this. It's just get out there and feel the morning. If you're looking for a team, we would love to have you on our WBTV News Team Molly team. So any information on this, by the way, for any teams, you can just go to comancharlotte.org. But to specifically go to Team Molly, you can go to two different websites. Um, and I might actually put it on my Facebook and pin it so it's the easiest to find because it's like a tiny URL slash Team Molly 2019. Okay? Right. But tinyurl.com slash Team Molly 2019. Or you can go to wb2.com slash comanclt. But I think I will go ahead and put this on and pin it for the month. Um, this is a great excuse to do that, Pam. And so that way we just know how people can easily find the website on my Facebook page. Right. So if you're not already following Molly Grantham on Facebook, which is crazy because I feel like the whole city of Charlotte is, but, um, if you are not just search Molly Grantham WBTV and you'll find her, uh, really quickly. And then on there, she, now you post, um, on a regular basis about this, right. obviously, because this is something that you're working towards all through the summer. Um, we're now in like the month out time yes, I know so you you're doing Tuesday posts I've amongst all your other news posts and all the other wonderful things that you post about but um so you have something coming up soon so we do yes so um all summer long it was a team Molly Tuesday post just to get people ready and we have over 200 people on our team already you know it's just really a huge awesome experience and that will only grow as we get closer to October 5th which again is the day October 5th 
But I, I cannot emphasize enough, just get out there. We do not care what team you sign up for. We do not care. There's no competition. It's not about anything. It's just about having more people experience it and really to support the women in our community who are really battling um, this nasty disease that takes so many. But um, if but you, if you are feeling alone yes. and you are going through this by yourself at the moment or maybe you have some family members or if you know someone who's going through this and you want them to realize that there's this whole community out there to support them, they can join your team. Please they do. will meet all these other people who are going through it. Um, some of the other perks are we get these cool t-shirts. Thank <laughs> you for mentioning the t-shirts, Pam. I'm glad you think they're cool. Um, they have been cool t-shirts. So you get, no matter who signs up for whatever team, you get a Komen Charlotte Race for the Cure t-shirt that day. Everybody, no matter what you do when you register. If you're on our team, we have also, um, we're getting t-shirts for all of our team members to just have us have some sort of extra thing. It's not extra cost. It's not like an extra button to click. You just get it. We will have t-shirt pickup the week before, and you can send anybody to pick up a whole big group, you know, or whatever. And that t-shirt pickup is September 28th at South Park Mall. We'll be there all day long. My kids run around and cause havoc everywhere through the stores. But um, it's just a, a great experience, too, because you get to meet a lot of your team members as you just sort of run through and get your t-shirt. And then you get your registration packet and the other t-shirt. I mean, everything is a one-stop shop. And then, um, if and you need to register before then. You need so to I know that you can register up until the race, yes. and I you mean, can you register can there that, that day. day. Yep. But if you want to be a part of the team experience, and again, you don't have to be. It's a wonderful day, no matter what. And if you can't come because of other obligations, just contributing and donating right. is a great way to be involved too. So you can be there in spirit, and like you said, you can watch it on TV. But if they want to be there, there is you need them signed up by when? September what? Well, I mean, technically. I would get there. I would sign up before September 28th. Like, I would sign up now to have it done, and then you know and you're going to get start getting the team notes about T-shirt pickup, the details on where to park. I mean, the stuff that's sort of – I send out links to the team, like, hey, did you see this survivor? Or here's a video that's really catchy here. And you just kind of, as you said, get that team experience. So I would sign up now. It's $35 to register, and for that, you are on the team, and you get the two T-shirts, and you're just a part of it, you know? And you, you really – do feel I think if you go that morning you will feel like you are a part of a huge thing in Charlotte that is what we are about like what Charlotte the best of Charlotte it is the best of Charlotte that morning and for a lot of people that can't go they already have plans October 5th you can sign up to sleep in for a cure which means you still give the 35 you still get the t-shirts you can still fundraise but you, we just know you're there with us in spirit that day. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> sometimes it's a little harder. You work third shift, and it's just right. really not possible. But um, but it is worth it. I will say that. Like there have been mornings where you know you're dragging the kids out of bed, and you're gonna go, and it's pitch black, and you're you're getting. The, I mean, the city is dark when you get there, mm-hmm. but then the sun comes up, I and know. you're walking, and it's just it's it's. And I'm walking. I do not run. I do not run. And you don't have to run. You don't have to run. So many people don't run or just come cheer. I mean, again, it's being a part of that experience. And so many great 5Ks are out there um, in Charlotte, but they're like very intensely timed and there's a lot of successful athletes in them. This is not that. You can be that if you want, but this is not geared for that. Um, again, I said my eight-year-old daughter is doing her roller skates this year, so we'll, we'll see how that plays out. But yes, I mean, it's it's a very loose, fun, pink mohawks and tutus and fun. Oh, and it's so fun because all along the way, there's bands, there's people cheering, there's water stands. But I mean, 
again, I'm not a runner, so I'm not familiar with that whole culture, but I think this is very similar to that, um, to other races, but it's, it's a great vibe. So people are cheering you along the way. Um, a 5K C sounds long. It's really not. It mm-hmm. is totally manageable, walkable. If you do not work out, I trust me. <laughs> um, and and I, I will say this. It's just, it is just one of those events. This is why I wanted to have you here. It's just one of those things where when I think about Charlotte and doing good, it's one of the few things that I was doing before even this podcast or I knew about before that. So I just think it really does capture that do-good spirit that um, that we're trying to promote and talk about because that's what we, we live in a great community and people don't necessarily know about no. it. And this is a place to see it on display. Well, your podcast, Pam, is highlighting the best parts of Charlotte. So it's great that you're doing this and this is a part of some of the good of Charlotte. I will say this too, when you sign up for different things and you and I are both involved in a lot of different things in Charlotte, but sometimes you're not exactly sure where your money's going or you're not exactly sure like how this dollar was spent or who it's helping. This is one of those unique races because it's a well-known disease, breast cancer that affects so many. You see the women, like you see where the money's going. And 75% of every single dollar raised stays within the 13 counties that Coman Charlotte supports. I mean, 75% of every dollar. And the other 25% goes to the national Coman for the research and the grants, which a lot of that comes back because North Carolina has such great universities and medical centers, comes back to our state to Wake and UNC and Duke to try and find the answers. So you know, 25% to national for research and for education, and then the 75% to grants here for 13 counties. I have met woman after woman after woman after woman who says, I only found my cancer because I got a free mammogram, or I got diagnosed, and then I didn't have any money or insurance, and Coman Charlotte has helped me pay to save my life. Wow. And that is where it's like, wow, okay, I see it. I see these women. They're around me. I see it. I know why we're doing this morning. I know why we're here. Yeah. Oh, well, it's been so great to talk to you. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us today. You're building a community and doing good things in the process, um, which we love to highlight. Thanks for sharing it with us. Do you know someone else like Molly who is doing good in our community? Let me know. Tell me about someone or a nonprofit organization that should be heard on Do Good Charlotte. Reach out to me, Pamela Escobar, on social media. I'm Reporter Pam on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or go to the Queen City Podcast Network page and fill out the contact form for Do Good Charlotte. There's good all around us. Let's hear about it. I'm Pamela Escobar. Thanks for listening to Do Good Charlotte on the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina.